I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. It's time for the pop culture connoisseurs, a gal and a gay podcast with Kitty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. And Nick. He's the gay of my dreams. And they have this book, this burn book, where they write mean things about all the girls in our grade. What does it say about me? You're not in it. Those bitches. Welcome to episode 194 of A Gal and a Gay. We are the pop culture connoisseurs. Happy 2021. We have finally made it to 2021, but I don't really know if it's much different than 2020 at this point. No, there's some. A little bit. I mean, there's some key differences, obviously. Well, there are some definitely (laughs) some key differences, Uh, but we're still in the pandemic. Right. And, but we're still. We're back to podcasting. I'm Mick. I'm your host. And Kitty. Thanks for joining us in this first 2021 edition of uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, but you know, we had to get through an insurrection. We had to get through an inauguration and we're getting close to having to get through an impeachment again, times two. So, well, but yeah. yeah. So you're still kind of in that frame of mind where you definitely need lighter yeah I mean, lighter I entertainment. To come out of it i mean i will admit that my anxiety has like just gone away a lot a lot of it i mean there's still there's still some just because of politics in our country right now are just maddening um but you know it's definitely a like, weight lifted but um you know it's just sometimes at the end of the day i just really want to watch something light and fluffy sort of you know fun so that's what i've been doing until a few days ago so so what did you binge well i binge watched bob's burgers and i'm pretty sure i talked about this the last time we did podcast because it took me about a month to watch them all but it's so good it's so funny i love it i wish there was more episodes <laughs> i watched every episode on hulu and then the new season comes back soon um but it's just it's so funny and I was trying to figure out which one is my favorite character and like they're all good and I was getting good. ready to ask you that because that's they're, a tough I mean, that's a tough one. It's probably my all-time favorite but like they are all so good and funny and it's just it's a very well done show. I mean I understand why it's been around and so popular for so long but um yeah. you know it's just it's it's up there with the Simpsons definitely in times of great animated comedies. Yeah, it is tough to figure out a favorite from Tina to Louise to Linda. Like Linda, Linda and some of her comment, like just out of nowhere, right. or if you don't pay attention, you're going to miss it. There's I mean, so many just... sly jokes in this show that you just like, you don't mention it or sometimes like there's just sometimes it'll take a second for it to register. And it's just so funny. Like, and Eugene is really funny and Bob's really funny. And like I said, they're just all really, really good and i love the music the music's so good and creative um you know i never knew that the show was so musical um but it's 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 just it's just so well done it's very very good so highly recommend if you haven't watched bob's burgers and you like animated comedies um but i'm obsessed with it now so i even bought a little tina pen for my little pen collection and i got a magnet for my <laughs> fridge <laughs> like on etsy looking at bob burger stuff so <laughs> Do you remember when we went to Comic-Con and I had to, and I was looking for a Bob's Burgers t-shirt for my husband? Do you remember yes, that? that? I was, do remember. Yeah. 
And you're like, what's that? I'm like, I don't know. I just know he likes it. I've always known about it. I just never watched it. And so, um, you know, I was way, way behind, like 10 years behind the show, but (laughs) I'm glad I found it when I did. So, And I'm not surprised that you got caught up so quickly. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would just, I mean, that's all I watched (laughs) for a month, pretty much. So, Well, I have some other ones that I think you should probably add to your list. And you were kind of talking about the music. Uh, and it's not what this show, new show is known for, but I think it's one of the surprise elements of it. And that's Bridgerton, mm-hmm. uh, the new uh, Shonda Rhimes, her first um, show on Netflix it's, from her big maybe Netflix, Netflix deal. Maybe Netflix is like all-time stream show, maybe, I think. I just read that somewhere. It's, it's up there. So it's very popular. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't surprise me, but the music is contemporary, but it's like orchestras playing contemporary music. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes you by surprise a little bit because you're like thinking it's just, you know, um, it's set back in the Renaissance. And, you know, you're like, wait a second. That was that was Justin Timberlake sexy back. It's not that it's not that. But, you know, like something like that. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. That's really good. So. Uh, I highly recommend Bridgerton. It is, I didn't think I was going to like it. And it took, I mean, uh, again, I kept thinking it was Grey's Anatomy, Mm -hmm. just in a different time Mm -hmm. period. But it's, but it's not. It's it's really, really good. It's definitely my wheelhouse of things I would probably like. I just haven't gotten around to it, but that might be my next, my next watch. So, because I know people. and I think because you like Outlander, Outlander, yes, yeah, Outlander so yes, much. I've heard a lot of comparisons to Outlander in regards to the sex in the series. So, uh, which is oh, safe yes. because that first season Outlander is almost softcore porn. So, <laughs> yeah, hmm. highly recommend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I know you would you would uh, really appreciate Bridgerton and. Um, Nicola Coughlin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Dairy Girls is in it. Yes. And she's, oh, she's, she's fantastic. She's, she is fantastic. I like her. And I think that's, I mean, she's one of the reasons I would watch the show just because I like her a lot. She's so funny on Dairy Girls. Yeah. And that's one you binged as well, wasn't it? Yes. I love Dairy Girls. So <laughs> hopefully we'll get more of that eventually soon. So. Yeah, well, now we have to wait for all of these productions to go back into production right. uh, because of COVID. A lot of them are now through different um, protocols and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I don't think we're going to miss uh, too many saying that we don't have enough TV shows or, or movies to watch. I know that I think I read this where we will now have, and you haven't watched WandaVision yet, but I think for the rest of the year, almost every week, there will be some kind of new Marvel yeah, uh, show yeah. or something like that. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is next, correct? In March. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that yep. one. Yeah. And then I think it's Loki after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you haven't started WandaVision. Uh, we have been keeping up every week. I will say, and actually the first week they released two, which was a mm-hmm. good idea. Because after the first episode, I almost, and I was okay with it because I'm like, some, something's wonky here, like whatever. My husband was ready to 
get rid of it. And actually, he wasn't the only one. Our friend Luke also texted, and he was like, what hot garbage is this? <laughs> wow. Oh, it's it's rough. The first two episodes are rough. Rough. And, I, and it really surprises me that they did it the way they – because their target audience, I mean, for the most part, youngsters who have right. no idea – about some of these classic sitcoms that they're, you know, ripping off, parroting. Um, and you're just like, what is going on? It wasn't until uh, the end of episode three and episode four, things are much, much better. Let's just say that. Uh, and I think going back and watching the first two episodes, I think people will appreciate it. But again, when you have it where, you have to wait a week. I don't know. I think, and the thing is, I remember, I mean, I was reading articles, critics loved it and I could see why they loved it, but the average viewer definitely did not because it doesn't, it's not the typical Marvel movie or TV show. This is its first, its first TV show that you're used to. So it kind of throws you off because you have no, it doesn't feel like Marvel. Mm -hmm. So, but there are a lot of questions. Uh, you know, but yeah. it, I think it's, I think it's definitely going to, there's going to be a really, really good payoff. And I think you, you would really enjoy it. And it's just weird. It's just weird, which I, I appreciate. I do appreciate weird as well. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. I mean, I'm going to wait to binge it probably. So, cause I yeah. like to binge. So you do, you're very good at it. <laughs> and I you're very good at it. We'll forget what happens week to week every, so let's just, <laughs> <laughs> well another one you need to and we've already talked about this but you need to put on your list uh pen 15 yes no i've heard great things about this one too so mm. uh the and uh, and we've talked about this but the two leading actresses they're also the creators uh maya and anna it's set in like 2000 right and they're in mm -hmm. middle school yes yeah, so they're in middle school and they are surrounded with co-stars who are also middle school age, but they are not. They are in their late thirties. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so after a while, you forget that they're in their late thirties. Like they are fantastic, uh, and they get very creative. The show gets very creative when they when there are intimate scenes with their co-stars who are twenty some years younger than they are. And then very creative because I remember watching the first episode or two and I was like, wait a second, this is middle school. This is where a lot of like awkward first kisses happen. Mm -hmm. Other things, very awkward. How can they get around this? And they did. And it's, it's really, really, really good. It's really good. Okay. And, and it's just like, takes you kind of back, uh, especially at our ages that takes us back to, when AOL Instant Messenger right. was a thing. That's the that's, we were first. That's part of the reason I kind of want to watch it, just because of the nostalgia. But also, like that makes me feel like a hundred years old. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. a junior in high school in two thousand. So. <laughs> yeah, you weren't too far away from from their age. I mean. Yeah. Well, it was junior. And senior. it. And it again, it takes you back when you first got the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, talking on AOL or instant messenger or whatever. 
Uh, and it's just, it's very, very well done. There are only, I think, uh, eight episodes each season. They just finished season two. Oh, okay. And they're only like 20, 30 minutes. And, and this is on Hulu. Writing right? is, mm-hmm, the writing is superb. And Maya's mom actually plays her mom in the in the show. That's funny. So it's just, it, yeah, it it's great. So you know, I highly recommend it. I think Hulu, of all the streaming services, Hulu, I think, is one of the best, honestly. Uh, just because the amount of content, there's content for everybody, and it's just you can watch newer stuff, you can watch older stuff, and it's just they've, they've fixed the interface, so it's much easier to navigate now. <laughs> Um, what do you remember that oh that yeah, was rough 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 but it's i mean yeah like I, i'm just like you know i like hulu i think hulu is definitely worth the uh i pay i pay a little extra for the commercial free and it's totally worth it so anyway i'm just always impressed yeah. by the amount of co- like the content that i find on hulu yeah it's a great variety and um, it has like you said some of the old ones too old, right old shows golden girls where i was uh, designing that. women right Right. There's, there's all kinds of stuff on there. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, something else I've been, I watched just recently was the alienist, which is a murder mystery show on TNT. I watched it on HBO max. It's on HBO max now, uh, both seasons. It's very good. It starts Dakota Fanning and, um, Luke Evans and Daniel Bruhl, um, who you might remember from civil war after America civil war, he played the bad guy. Um, he, he's going to be in the series and Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. But who who is this? Daniel Bruhl, I think it's Dan- how you say it. Daniel Bruhl. Yeah, okay. um, you'd recognize him. But it's it's very good. It's and it's it's historical fiction. It's based on a book series called The Alienist, and it's basically in it's in the late 1800s when psychology was first really started to be talked about and taken seriously and they use it to apply to you know it's kind of like I would tell my sister it's kind of like Mindhunter and that they're applying these new tactics to hunt down killers and criminals and so it's kind of like that but in Victorian era and it's very good um I highly recommend it it's it's a it's a it's not an easy one I mean it's not it's not light or airy it's it's uh it's a murder mystery and it's very well done and it's a little gory especially the first season but it's but it's basic cable gory so it's not like over the top but if you are kind of squeamish about stuff there's some probably some scenes that it might make you flinch a little bit but it's not um too terrible but luke evans is great uh dakota fanning is great um and daniel brolig said was very great so i really enjoyed it i couldn't i couldn't stop watching it it's, it's riveting and it's very it, it hooks you, I think. So if you like hmm. murder mysteries, definitely. Yeah. Well, we've been kind of stuck on murder documentaries. So mm. a murder mystery would not be too far out of our, I think, uh, I think, out of our like wheels. It. I think, I mean, you just have to stick with it. And uh, it, I don't think it's very slow, but it is just, a, it's a it's well done murder mystery. And they get this Teddy Roosevelt, the Teddy Roosevelt in the first season. And the guy they get to play him looks like young Teddy Roosevelt. And it's just really interesting stuff. It's set in New York in 1896. Uh, yeah, hmm. it's, really, it's really interesting. So it's on HBO Max. I hope that there's a third season coming. Um, I haven't seen anything confirming that, but um I think it's I think it's way too good to be on TNT. Like it deserves to be on HBO or uh, some other premium network. I think it's that well done. So, and it has been nominated for Golden Globes and Emmys. Huh. Well, maybe if they're moving it to HBO Max, that means 
they all have a little bit of money to help get a season so. three. I mean, TNT is owned by Warner Brothers or whoever owns HBO and all that. So, you know, so I think they're just pushing all their content there. But if it doesn't, like, I'm glad it's on HBO Max because I feel like more eyes will get to see it that way. So. Hmm. Anyway, I I, I recommend it for sure. Okay. And you said it's kind of reminds you of Mindhunter. When you were describing it, it sort of sounded like Mindhunter. Yeah, it's just, it just reminds, it reminds me of Mindhunter. There's this team and, you know, they're they're uh, tracking a serial killer who's been murdering uh, boys. And, um, you know, they're trying to figure out the psychological profile and like what motivates him. And it's all very reminiscent of Mindhunter. So hmm. really and that was such a good Netflix series. I know. I'm so disappointed that they're not doing um, at least another season. I know. Me too. I guess Especially I when I I know that they were on their way to doing BTK, which was big in Kansas. And, exactly. uh, and there were elements. They were starting to follow BTK from season one to where it ended with the latest it's season. It's a bummer. I mean, maybe in the future it'll come back, but I really don't, I don't see it coming back. I, I don't know. There, it still frustrates me a little bit that right at the beginning of the pandemic, Netflix just like was like, no, these these series, no more. I mean, well, and for the longest time, everyone had seen saw that um, that Netflix was starting to become notorious for only doing four seasons of any series and not like there was rhyme or reason for it either. Not like they told them the beginning, like glow too. Like right. you only have four. I mean, they just just washed their hands. Well, I think of certain I, series. I don't think that was Netflix's decision, Mindhunter. That was David Fincher who said it's just very. It takes a long time to put, like shoot and everything. Like he just wanted to take a break from it because he's David Fincher. You know, he's notoriously David Fincher. So right. yeah. So I mean, that was pretty much his decision. And for as far as I know, it's like open ended. But I just don't see him like. Why would you come back to it after so many years? I hope they do, but. I think it's probably done, which is a total bummer. Like, why? I don't know why. Right. Make a series, make two series, and tease like certain big elements if you really don't plan on following through with it. Like, you can't tell me after right. the first season you're like, I'm going to stop after the next one. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just seems. Yeah. Especially when you added, you had BTK right. as the the thread throughout, right. and they're like, oh no, I think I'm done. We're not going to tell that story right. that. We exactly. know that's like, where they were headed knowing, with more than likely that was going to be the final season. Right. And the conclusion of the BTK saga doesn't even happen until early 2000s. So, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it is. it just seems kind of silly to me to like you thread. And I understand production being grueling and inexpensive and like being wanted to take a break from that. But like, I don't know. Don't build this huge audience and be like, nah, never mind. Right. When when uh, David Fincher had all of Pandemic to figure out the next and he, part of and this. And then he did that other movie, the black and white movie that just came out. Didn't he? The one with the mink. He just did that. Like, which again. Yeah. Yeah. So you're also watching stuff on YouTube as well. Yes. Right? I recently started watching a show called Tasting History um, with Max Miller. And it's basically this guy, like during the pandemic, he was like, I think he was furloughed. Um, and he decided I'm just gonna start this YouTube channel. But basically he just looks up like old ancient recipes and makes them. And then he talks about the history behind them. It's really fascinating. 
I've always loved cooking. Um, I love history. Uh, the two together is like really, but he's really, he's just a really nice, he like, he's, he's very uh, nice and funny and he does it. He talks uh, very, you know, he, he explains everything very um, easily. Um, and he's, he, he, it's, just, it's enjoyable. And they're like 20 minute, you know, videos, um, you know, like he'll do some, he's done some stuff from the Victorian age, stuff from like ancient Rome, um, like, you know, and from the middle ages, it's all very, it's, it's just, it's just really interesting <laughs> to see how hmm. cooking has evolved. And essentially you can, you can still make these, you know, these dishes that the ancient Romans had, you know, 3000 years ago or whatever. So hmm. highly recommend it. Um, it's called tasting history. Like it's, and the production value is very good. Um, I think he worked in some sort of media field for Disney. Um, and, but you can, it shows that, and I think his husband uh, is, yeah, he's gay also, which is just great. Um, but his husband also, I think does some media stuff. So anyway, good production. Like I, I'm, I'm shocked. It's like, I'm like, this could be an actual series and be really good. I think like on TV. So huh. I well, recommend a lot that. of these, a lot of these productions are finding that they can make more money and they have more freedom if they post on YouTube and get more viewers. Right. So tasting history. Okay, I'll we'll have to check that out. I recommend it. I've been... It's very enjoyable, you know, and you learn a lot and it like, you know, if you like to cook, if you, you know, if you like history, it's just, it's just enjoyable. Hmm. Okay. All right. I've been watching a lot of more stuff on YouTube as well. I mean, more Star Wars related, but um, there's nothing wrong with throwing in other things. History as well, which we all should know more about since right. the time because of the times we're living in right now and and all that yeah so anyway it's just like sometimes i'll just i'll just watch this when i have some time and i've binged i've binged a lot of his his stuff so <laughs> again it's just like light and fun and i've just been really into cooking too so it's just kind of a fun thing to watch yeah yeah we just finished uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season five. Now we're starting oh, on season mm -hmm. six. And so I initially had watched the first season, I think when it came out years ago and it, they just recently put it on you on Hulu. So that has helped quite a bit. So they put a few seasons on Hulu. And so we were told from friends of ours, start on season five. And it was it was very, very entertaining. The Queens are so, the majority are so talented and it's just fun. And, I have heard and really a lot of yeah. great things and, about it. Yeah. And RuPaul, it, I, RuPaul is the reason to watch. Well, I mean, really. There's a reason she's been around for so long. She's so good at everything and she is just, she is a joy. So, mm hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and the guest judges are fun. I don't know if you remember not landing. I think you might be a little too young for that. Uh, um, I mean, vaguely. <laughs> Joan Van Ark was a, a, a major actress and she was on Not Landing and she shows up. Uh, and I think she's probably at the time that this season was filmed was 2012 or 13. That I mean, she was in her late 60s, early 70s and just... I don't know. Some of the judges, they the guest judges they have are just fantastic, um, and it's fun. It's just it's a it's a lot of fun. The episodes are you know forty minutes, and 
and it's just fun just to kind of see the challenges and stuff. It's not just putting on makeup and right. And I don't think people understand clothes. how how like just how much time and effort goes into being a drag queen. I can yeah. I mean, I've seen videos you know about just about drag, and it's just seems exhausting or I've just seen makeup tutorials with the kind of makeup they do is oh my god it's amazing <laughs> yeah so I I highly recommend it we uh again just finish five starting six and yeah and it, again kind of like we were talking about how it's just a nice break from some of the really heavy heavy shows and stuff that mm -hmm. you know sometimes in in the world living in we need that that escape and that break and, absolutely and some of these shows are definitely um definitely good alternatives especially that tasting history that's very interesting i'm gonna have to look that up yeah I, you know what i don't know how i stumbled upon it um i think i googled just like food history and it would came up because i was but anyway i'm glad i did because it's it's very good he posts new episodes every tuesday and it's um highly highly recommend it's very enjoyable so cool all right we've got our list yeah, so if you guys have a show or series or those are the same thing a movie there we go movie show series uh that you think we should check out let us know you can always find us on all of the media social media platforms from facebook all the others twitter what where else are we at Make an email. Uh, yeah, we have email, uh, gallonagay at gmail.com. But yeah, we're on the Twitter, on Facebook. We have an Instagram, but we don't post a lot. So I'm sorry. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think once upon a time we had a YouTube, but we don't do that anymore either. So. <laughs> no, not yet. We, we should. We should do a live. That, that'd be huh. just like we're in TV again. Right. For sure. Yeah, anyway. that, that, could be, that could be a resolution for 2021. All right. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and we can have our animals make appearances. Yes, I'm which sure. I am so surprised. I don't I have know. One. Mine isn't either, but this is her nap time usually, so she's probably napping soon somewhere. Well, as I say, doesn't she want in the, the closet in your yeah, office? Well, I let her in before right before we started filming or doing this. So <laughs> <laughs> she's a mess. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, that's All right, well, um, yeah, let us know what you're watching and what we should watch too, because we'd love to hear it. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye bye.